Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. See, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love and kiss here today. Pick it light and pick it fast. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. Someday, it's someday. It's your man, El Divine Bay. 
Blog Talk Radio, you know what I'm saying? It's home day. About to get into this topic, how to stop child support part two. But I done had about 20 uh, instant messages, text messages saying, please start the show for another five minutes or so, man, before you get started. Just getting off work, people trying to get in the car. So I'm going to give them a few more minutes before we get into the information. Shout out to everybody logged in to blog talk radio forward slash L Divine Bay or forward slash Wealth Principles 101. Shouts out to everybody checking in on the podcast, the iTunes, Wealth Principles 101. If you're trying to find me, man, it ain't hard to find me, man. I got a few of my people checking in on the Facebook Live, IG Live, my YouTube Live, and my Zoom call, y'all. So it's a lot of different uh, platforms that you can check the show out on. But for those of you who are interested in winning a copy of this book, How to Stop Child Support, um, it's a must-child support manual, man, uh, made by the author is my man, King L. Bay. He's a native of Ohio, Cincinnati, more importantly. 513 Stand Up for my man, King L. Bay. He put together some magic here, man, to show y'all how to get those people off your back and to get remedy for... uh, you know, the crimes that they've been committing on you under perjury. So I'm going to get into all of that, man. But uh, I'm going to give you another track while we wait for a few more people to check in. And then we're going to get into this information because, you know, we got to give props to our ancestors. So I'm going to give you all my, my, my initial check, track that I usually open the show with uh, from L to the C. Scott, what's the difference, man, between me and you? Blog Talk Radio, Shaman, yeah, Elder Ryan Bay. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got exactly four minutes, man. Four minutes to get logged on. Call in. If you want to be on the show live, call in 657-383-1528. Get on the show live, man. I got some live interaction with some big, big, big boys. I'm going to let my out-of-town audience get in today. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Because most opinions are different. And let me be more specific before you answer that. And your head let this marinate. Saying you real, but love jacking people. And then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it. And you in the same business that you got yourself in. And that's not a pure jealousy and hate because you love to do it. But think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin. Because nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave, you know You talk about some flashy flashy Jesus said, I'm thinking 
up having a dad. I'm just saying. You talk about some flashy, flashy, and I talk about what I feel. Radio man, see my six one four people. Columbus checking in. Uh, two four eight. That's Michigan. Shot Town checking in as usual. I got love in the shot man. They rock with your boy. Peace to Louisville five zero two. What's popping? Got family down there as well. My West Coast family checking in. Oak Town. Been a minute, brother. Been a minute. And I'm on my way out to the West Coast as well, man. Okay, so. Like y'all know how we always got to do. We got to pay homage and homage and respect to all our elders that came before and set the tone for us to do what we do today. So peace to the gods, man. Islam. So I'm on Moors. Y'all see the flag? Can y'all see the flag? Yeah. Islam, now I'm on Moors. As-salamu alaykum. To my nation, Islam family. Hotep, Alafia. Shalom. And any greetings of peace, we bid you that. Peace and paradise, man. Peace, love, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me go on. And, and, hey, we ain't got time to waste today, man. For real, for real. So, all of y'all that's checking me out on any of the uh, social media platforms, y'all going to have to get you something to write with because I'm going to be moving. Be moving, y'all. I ain't got a lot of time today. We're going to do the whole two hours, maybe, but uh, I'm going to do a quick, I said I wasn't even going to do a recap, but I'm going to give y'all a quick recap of what we went over on Saturday. Just us, we we just summing it up. We ain't going into the details. So if y'all want to hear the details of what took place on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, y'all can go ahead and uh, check that out for yourself, the uh, the old show from Saturday is up on blog talk radio. You can go online and listen to all the old shows. So you got an opportunity to do that, but uh, I'm just going to give you a quick recap of what we went over and we're going to get into this book. It basically, man, what, what took place Saturday is I basically did a book review. Um, 
And today we're just going to continue to discuss the book on how to stop child support. Uh, a must child support manual by my man, Arthur King L. Bay. Uh, like I said, he's from Ohio, Cincinnati native. So shouts out to King L. Bay, man. Uh, yeah, let me give a little background music so we can get into this real quick. Okay, so we continue in to discuss the book, How to Stop Child Support, a must child support manual by author King L. Bay. Let me bring this music down just a little bit because I don't want to be yelling today. Or my music was a little loud Saturday. And I want to make sure y'all hear the information more so than the track. So be clear. We just fine tuning y'all. I'm gonna get give me an engineer. I'm gonna be all the way official with it in a minute, y'all. So y'all hang tight. Uh, okay. The book basically is teaching you what they don't want you to know about this whole child support system. Now, before I even get into any of this topic, man, a lot of a lot of people, when they see the title or they hear, you know what I'm saying, what we're speaking about, they instantly think that uh, I'm one of those that advocate fathers getting out of taking care of their responsibilities, and that couldn't be further from the truth. So I want to clarify that before we do any more dialogue on this subject. I do not condone any man, any king, any 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 God to uh, you know have a child and, and 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 don't be there for that child to handle his responsibilities as a father to that child. I understand things don't work out in relationships, so you know children are born in in situations that they didn't you know, necessarily create or they necessarily, you know, ask being, but as parents, as a parent, whoever you are, male or female, you have to understand that child didn't ask to be here. So it's our, our business, it's our duty and responsibility to make sure that we are there present for that child, monetarily, more importantly, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, because we have to deposit something into that child because that child is your walking, living, talking, breathing flesh and blood. So I don't condone people not taking care of their children. So let's let's understand that. But I do not agree with the child support system that's in effect today and how they turn something that was initially a good idea to help uh, single parents raise their children and get you know some assistance monetarily when the fathers dip out on them so now that we straighten that up what I am against is this system my empress likes to call it Satan (laughs) I call a lot of things Satan man so I don't want y'all to get spooky and think I'm talking about you know nothing with the red skin and, and horns and anything like that. Satan to me as an acronym is described as a system authorized to attack. You can say Negroes, you can say whatever you want, <laughs> but it's a system authorized to attack and then you can make the end be whatever you want it to be. But um, 
Yeah, man, but let me go over the first four topics that we went over Saturday real quick. And again, this book was researched, compiled, and composed by King L. Bay, honored by Karas Marakak, uh, Marakachi. And it was published May 6, 2018. So it's a fairly new book and it's doing extremely well. And he also has a guarantee on this book. If you use the steps in this book, you're guaranteed to get a remedy or he will refund your money on this book. Um, the book is about 17 chapters. It's about 150 pages. So, 150 pages. If you had time to read, reread, read, reread, study, read, reread again until you were able to get a remedy from an 18 plus year payment. And not only payment, like when, once you're in their system, it's like you're on probation because we know life happens, right? So sometimes you're not going to be able to you make it rain every day or every month on schedule. So things happen. You know, you could get sick. Uh, you could get laid off of a job. Um, all, all kind of scenarios fall into play. But the way that they disregard any of that in the courtroom is amazing. And it's also amazing how, you know, how long this has been going on. Um, some statistics that we were talking about Saturday was uh it was kind of mind-boggling but i'm gonna give you a quick quick scenario of why i don't agree with the current child support system i do agree with you taking care of your children but the child support system itself sucks and it needs to be abolished they need to come up with a different method in order to make people accountable for taking care of their children so I want everybody in the sound of my voice, <laughs> I want y'all to take out a calculator. And this statistic is based on Ohio. So um, it's not, it's probably even worse in a bigger city or a bigger state. But in the state of Ohio, we have approximately 11 million registered people that are classified U.S citizens or whatever you want to call them so about 11 million so take that number and then out of the 11 million people in Ohio we have 8 million child support cases currently active in Ohio alone so do the do the math with me people 8 million cases right now the average child support order this is for people that don't have jobs at all. So if the missing or absent parent is not working, they still have you mandatorily pay $200 a month. $200 a month if you don't have a job. They don't care how you get this money. And I had several magistrates and two judges tell me personally, I don't care how you get the money. I said, so you want me to go out here and sell dope or do whatever? And he was like, don't matter to me. You just bring that money in here. Otherwise, we're going to have to lock you up. So we're going to get back to that. But let's get back to this. Eight million child support orders in Ohio. 
an average of $200 average. That's the low end if you don't have a job. Um, out of that $200, child support system gets between $3.60 up to $11 and some change. We're going to take all the low numbers in this scenario. So let's just say for their transaction fee to take money from the absent parent and give to the custodial parent, they get $3. $3 times $8 million is, do the math, $24 million, right? Now, that's $24 million a month. Now, do the math times 12. 12 times $24 million, people. I'll wait. Y'all supposed to know how to do these 12, man. Okay, I'm trying to give y'all an opportunity to get involved with the uh, with the program. So, in a year, on the low end, Ohio is collecting 288 million dollars. 288 million dollars a year. That's on the low end. That's just their fee. Now. Since I said $3, let's, change, let's just put two zeros on that. Just because $3 is what they take out as their portion. But when they initially take the funds out, they have access to the whole $200 on the low end, correct? Because everybody in Ohio is not unemployed. So that number could be extremely higher. I myself was paying $450 per child at one point working for LexisNexis. So just put two zeros on to the $3.60 to just imagine the average being $300 a month that they have access to. So we're just going to take that $288 million and add... Two zeros to it. So, from that little three dollars that they they actually get, that's what they take off after they mess with your money for forty-five days and then send the money to the mother or the father, whoever the custodial parent is. So. But when they initially take the money out of your check or, you know, whoever, if they come down and pay it, the initial money that they get annually, well, let's say monthly, monthly is $2.4 billion. So every month they're getting $2.4 billion to do what? They have that money in their banking system to do whatever they need to do within 30 to 45 days before they redistribute the funds to you. So if you understand how this goes, if I if I collect all your money with child support and I got 30 days to pay your baby mama or your baby daddy and I got 2.4 billion every month, do you think we could 
flip that money into some form of stock, um, some form of interest, because uh, every month, even if it was in a regular bank, it'll grow some interest. $2.4 billion interest in 30 days is, is pretty good change. But uh, like I said, if we even take that 2.4 and then multiply that by 12, you're looking at $28 billion a year. This is just off of child support play alone, people. Now, if they're making $28 billion a year, that they could play with. Because it's really only what I say, $2.28 million or something like that that they actually collect. But out of that, those funds, they have that money to do all kinds of stuff with. But when they got your money, they making plays on your money in them 30 days. But a lot of us understand that this is not real money. So there's no actual goal cash or anything being transferred hand to hand. These are buttons that they're pushing. So if I'm making 24 million or 2.4 billion a month, do you think I'm going to let Fuki Nam get away with not paying me my money? This is a game, man. Child support system is a game. And the fact that they know how to get the police involved, the court systems involved, is something called chapter one in this book. This is how child support gets initiated, people. It's called the Social Security Title IV-D. So, we broke that down. My brother, Jalou, can't talk right now, Jalou. I'm, I'm, I'm live on the air, brother. But um, the Social Security Title 4-D, we broke this down Saturday. Um, I'm going to just read like the first. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you the first couple of sentences, y'all. So child support is stimulated from the code in which the states have adopted and created state statutes. So let's look at this code. 42, United States Code Part D. Child support and establishment of paternity. That's where they get you, people. When they get you to sign, and they they have you sign something to establish paternity, the under the under the underwriting guidelines and the, the small print is where they get you at. Because a lot of us, when we sign the birth certificate. We also are signing something called an affidavit. The birth certificate affidavit. So, that's the gateway to child support. But it was created by the Social Security Title 4-D. The birth certificate affidavit and the birth certificate are two different things, y'all. I need y'all to understand and be clear this is where the fraud comes in. This 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 fraud is a written agreement in a lawsuit where the defendant admits liability to the plaintiff and agrees to pay an amount and further agrees this agreement can be filed as a judgment in court. That's why they're able to arrest you. That's why they're able to suspend your license. 
because you violating the court order. The court order is in the details. The devil's in the details. Y'all, y'all heard that term before. The devil is in the details of the contract that you signed. Everything in the United States and in business is contract people. So if you never contract with these people, they don't have the authority to arrest you, put you in jail, and make you pay for having a child with someone. So you lay down with a woman for whatever reason or man, and you, y'all created a, a beautiful child. It didn't work out. So now they go down and they get the courts involved. That's what they think. You're not getting the courts involved. You're getting the state and the county involved. Because once the state is involved, now that's not your child no more. You sign your child over to them when you go into this realm with them. And I used to just think it was us and our mother signing us over at birth when uh, they signed the birth certificate. And in a sense, they do. They sign us over as wards of the state. And Uncle Sam becomes our, our daddy. And I wish I had a, uh, one of my birth certificates or one of my kids available so I can prove to y'all something. If you look on your birth certificate or one of your kids' birth certificates, I want you to see anywhere on the application does it say anything about a father? Bear with me, folks. I might have, have one of my or my seven certificates on deck. I keep a lot of them, y'all. Those things are fine. Okay, I thought I had one in hand. But when you get an opportunity, put down, jot down a middle note. Hey, let me check this birth certificate. Some of y'all is going to say informant. I know you never paid attention to it, but the father will sign his name, but just pay attention where it says, if some people says mother, some people says informant. Parent, father, mother, these terms are strategically not included in this affidavit of birth certificate or this contract with child support. They 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 leave those terms out on purpose because like I told y'all Saturday, this this thing right here, this black law dictionary, it gives you the legal terms for words that we take for granted. So words like custodial parent, uh custodial, parental, uh, visitation rights, all of these things that they're granting you are privileges. They're not rights. You give up your rights when you go into contract with them and the state becomes the daddy. And then when you go a step further and you sign these uh, contracts for another outside party to get involved with your uh, with your family structure. Now they get a chance to come in and they can take your kids from you. You ask yourself, why can the state come in and take your kids if you don't send them to school or you're not feeding them? They are allowing you to be the custodial parent 
custodial parent does not mean mother, does not mean father. It's saying you're the custodial parent. We're going to allow the, the child to live with you. And you have to take care of the child. You know, they give you rules and regulations of what you can and can't do with your own child. And then we go a step further and we put them in public school. Another contract. That's why if you don't have your kids in school, they can come with a truancy officer uh, and arrest you. So we bring these 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 people and entities into our our lives and once they're in there they can just handle us any way they want. We have to be more mindful and more knowledgeable of what we're signing and forget all of this old shit that they've been telling us year after year after year decade after decade, century after century stop signing these contracts with these people stop giving them authority over you and your children I know it's going to be a lot for y'all to kind of wrap your head around what I'm saying but if you do a little research you'll start understanding how everything that you do and all the power that you give them is voluntary and that's where we as a people have to get more educated on these things and stop giving them the power to be able to take and handle us any kind of way they want to handle us. So, we're going to skim over these first two chapters again. So, the first chapter is dealing with how all this became legal. And it's the Social Security Title 4-D. That's where it came from. 42 U.S. Code Part D, Child Support and Establishment of Paternity. The birth certificate affidavit. This is in Chapter 2 of this book. So thanks. I'm going to give you, let me see. Okay, the birth certificate affidavit creates the state birth certificate. So when you sign, you're actually signing the affidavit. That's the gateway to child support. From that, they create the birth certificate. When you sign a birth certificate affidavit, you perform a confessed judgment. That's it. So, if you never sign this birth certificate affidavit, mothers and fathers, you never give them the authority with this judgment. This is the confession of judgment. It's a written agreement in a lawsuit where the defendant admits liability. They, they got you verbally. They got you written contract. So, a couple things you can do. First thing you need to do Chapter 3 is telling you how to challenge the birth certificate affidavit. Now, how can you challenge the affidavit? There's two things you can do. The main ingredient here is if you're in Ohio, the revised code for this is the revised code 3111.31, the acknowledgement of paternity affidavit form. So, when they take you to court and say that you signed this, the, the plaintiff or whoever the uh, the attorney they're saying to the courts they're paid by Child Support Enforcement Agency, which is not a, a government agency, y'all. I want y'all to understand that. They just go downtown they file a complaint they pay the judge they pay the bailiff they pay the stenographer they pay everybody to bring you in 
get you to admit on the record that your ass is going to agree to these payments. So, the birth certificate affidavit is what you want to challenge. Now, when that particular attorney is saying, see, when they when they file this paperwork, they basically swear in under oath that they witness you sign this affidavit. When we all know this attorney didn't witness shit. What you are going to be arguing is the evidence of fraud, and you will be able to prove that the hearing officer had committed perjury and fraud to establish the claim. Once you stop the child support action altogether, just with this alone, you can stop it. If they can't verify your signature, it gives the appearance of fraud. But you must have this on the record. Let me back up. I'm going to back up and give y'all the last sentence to let up to this. Okay. How you challenge the birth certificate affidavit? The first remedy that I recommend is to make them prove that you signed the birth certificate affidavit form. Don't admit to signing the birth certificate affidavit form. This is going to slow down the process, you know, the support action until the paternity is officially established. Now, if it's already established, then you challenge it, okay? But once you do it and you do this, you get this affidavit, you get a copy of it, and then you get it authenticated in the state that you live in. This will certify the record, right? Okay. So now the child support agency hearing officer created an acknowledgement of paternity affidavit that they witnessed your signature on this birth certificate affidavit form. Then they use that as evidence to establish the order. This is the fraud, people. The child support hearing officer never witnessed anything unless he or she was there. And when you're challenging the birth certificate affidavit as evidence, Child Support Enforcement Agency must have a notary subpoena to come in and verify that you signed the form that created that initial birth certificate. And you also can subpoena the hearing officer to witness the acknowledgement of the paternity affidavit to verify that that's your signature. If they can't verify it, that's fraud. That's that's the first remedy. So, we also know they'll bring up DNA. Because DNA is a big thing, right? The blood, right? The blood, the blood. You can challenge the DNA test as well. And this is easy. It's only easy if you understand spirituality and you understand how your religious rights kick in because y'all begin to understand and begin to learn everything in law is biblical. Well, I don't want to say biblical. I want to just say it's, it's, it's tied to religion. The governing law of, of all laws is the, the law of, of, of Allah. So let's be clear. Allah, God, Buddha, whoever you want to, whoever you want to call him. I'm going to call him Allah. The most high. Okay? Now, test, challenging the DNA test. Like I said, this is the easy one to challenge. All you have to do it's passed against your religious right to give DNA. Now, some of y'all don't understand your rights, your God-given rights, because you so we so trained to 
well with what is, you know, normal. And it's not normal for you to give your DNA to anybody for any reason. But you can't just say you don't want to give it. But you can say it's against your religious right to give it. And the court cannot deny you your religious right. And if you think that this is a fluke, can look at the U.S. and state constitution. I can speak y'all PDF if you want, or you can just go to the constitution and look it up yourself. Amendment 1 of the constitution. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to the petition, the government, for a redress of grievances. So, inalienable rights. We spoke about this uh, Saturday as well. And this is chapter four. I'm going I'm to hit this, and then I'm going to get off of it and get into the new information. And this is an amendment 1.01. Inalienable rights. This was established in 1851. All men are, by nature, free and independent and have certain inalienable rights among which are those of enjoying and defending life and liberty acquiring, possessing and protecting property and seeking and obtaining happiness and safety 1.06 slavery and involuntary servitude there shall be no slavery in this state nor involuntary servitude unless for punishment of a crime this is in 1851, people. 1.07, rights of conscience, education, and the necessity of religion and knowledge. All men have a natural and indefeasible right to worship Almighty God according to the dictates of their own conscience. No person, no person shall be compelled to attend, erect, or support any place of worship or maintain any form of worship against his consent and no preference shall be given by law to any religious society nor shall any interference with the right of conscience to be permitted no religious test shall be required as a qualification for office nor shall any person be incompetent to be witnessed on account of his religious belief so in a nutshell if they want your blood for testing to prove that you're the father you can say no it's against my religious right and that shuts that conversation down and it's backed by the Supreme Court in the Constitution. Now, that was just the first four chapters, and that was just us skimming over what we went over Saturday, man. We got a little deeper into it. Another way to challenge and, and get this off of you is something called usury and in involuntary servitude. Now, usury, I need y'all to to uh, understand what the legal definition of usury is. You also want to look up the legal definition of doctrine. If you choose to challenge the DNA. Now, usury is a rate of interest on a debt which is exorbitant and in excess of the percentage allowed by law. Each state sets its own maximum interest rate and courts will not enforce payment of interest on a loan if the rate is usury. 
So check this out, man. The child support order that they set, even if you got one against you right now, ask yourself, where do they get all of these additional fees and these interest that they charge you? How can you charge me interest on my child and you profit from it? How can you charge me court costs to come testify to whatever fact of my child? Now, we're talking about $28 billion a year that they're handling, right? So make sure that you understand this don't got shit to do with your child. This is about money. This is about business. If Ohio... Now, we did these numbers. We played these numbers down. I want y'all to understand that these numbers was played down. We talking about $3 on a $200 child support order. I'm I'm sure the people paying double, triple that amount. And some of the stars are paying out the, the nose of child support. So we're not even getting it to the real numbers, man. But if what business did you know, what, what business did the state of Ohio is, is doing that they're able to make or handle $28 billion a year. And out of that $28 billion, they're getting $240 million in their pocket. So they're making a quarter of a billion dollars. Now, we ain't even get into the insurance yet. That's a whole nother pile of money. With all of the standard child support orders that go out, there's a mandatory insurance, medical insurance, support order that goes out as well. Now, the mother doesn't receive a dime in this money. It goes to the state. So, same scenario. If you got a $200 a month, $200 a month child support order that you're supposed to pay your your your, your mother of your child or your father of your child, they also kick in a medical support order. Now, that could be anywhere between $50, $150 a month. And just say it's $50 a month. So, in addition to that $200 a month that they handle, which came up to about $24 million, $48 million a year, another fourth of that. So, another $12 million they they getting for, for just... <laughs> On the medical side. So you got a child support order and then you got a medical support order with the state. Now, one of my clients paid off his child support. He got custody of his son. The money that they said he owed on his support order was about $4,000. Okay, so he paid the $4,000. They came right back and said, you still owe $1,600. He's like, hold on. I said, what's the total balance? He said it was X, Y, Z. They said, well, the state got to get their money first from the medical support order before the mother gets anything. Now, what kind of system is going to say, we getting our money from the state medical before the mom or your child gets a dime? That's the shit that I'm talking about, people. That child support, this whole system has to either stop come up with a different method I don't give a damn if you if, if they come up with a way where the fathers have come 
and you know take the child uh, for the weekend, put them in a. Uh, I, hey, we got to do something different because when you taking people's license, causing them to go to jail, causing them to lose jobs, that's not strengthening the family. That's not setting a good example for a little boy that may look up to his daddy until you let the, the, the man in. And it's not it's not, you know, something where these women or I'ma say these mothers or these fathers are 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 really looking at it in the in the in the in the in the uh aspect of I need help with my child. Let's work on this together. No, it's a vendetta. It's always, 90% of the time, these child support orders are vendettas and it's, it's based on anger. It's based on anger, jealousy, whatever the case may be. But it's done got to the point where a lot of these young mothers, they done took what was, like I said, initially, a lot of women back in the day, they ain't getting no child support. When I was coming up, we didn't know what child support was. You just got got happy if you seen dad show up and gave you a few dollars and gave your mama some money. That's what it was. So I'm not saying that it wasn't a time for some to step in, you know, to hold these people accountable. But they done took it to a whole nother level. With the interest, uh, with their fee, because they got to get paid. So they're going to get paid to take your money track you down and give it to the, to the mother but uh, they don't care about nothing these young mothers they don't care about nothing today except for trying to to, to, to bring the father down it's almost like it's a war on, on fathers like it's crazy because we didn't work out now you just got a personal vendetta against me and I owe you that's what I hate when a woman says you owe me, pay me my money. That's the most craziest thing ever. Because if we pulled the expenditures out on some of these, well, all of them, pull the, pull the expenditures out and make them show where that money went for the child every month. And they would abolish this shit and change it up quick, fast. You know what I'm saying? Because if the money that they collected from the fathers was used for the child alone then that will put the pressure back on the mothers to be and the fathers you know whoever the custodial parent is to be real parents because if you didn't have my child could your ass live the way you're living could you be able to pay your bill on your own that's all I'm saying because the mothers of our day our generation they made it work with or without a father in the house so we grew up with strong women. These women today, they have a couple babies by a couple couple ballers or a couple people with jobs, and they, you know, they go in. They like, nigga, where am I money? Woo, woo, woo. Hey, like it's a right. They think the child support is the new welfare, but I'm, I'm you got me. Oh. <laughs> but look, I'm just showing about bashing the mothers. It's not about any of that. But it is um, a two a two side to this whole child support fiasco. One is the system is flawed. We can all be in agreement with that. 
except for the retarded females that think all it's about is give me my money, give me my money, give me my money. It's a tax, like my man. Shout out to Sam Man, Stanford Willow, PC, Personal Defense Incorporated. Y'all need y'all CCWs, man. Check him out. But he said it's an attack on our masculinity. It is. It really is. If you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Eldervine Bay and you see the, some of the, uh, the pictures of the show today, you'll see some. It's some It's some real, some of it's funny. It's some memes and things. You know, Mike has got a couple on there. Um, one of them is a picture of a, a homeless dude. He's laying in the dirt with a with a blanket. Anorexic, real bad, and he looks up, and it's a white man in a suit. Says, "Miss another payment, and we taking a blanket." That's how they they really try and play us. Like, it ain't about the kid. It's not about the child. It's about money. Twenty-eight billion dollars a year. Ohio alone, and that's before the uh, the medical support. So I got to pay my state a minimum of $50 a month because I had a child in the state. And that's irregardless if my if, if my baby mama get their money or not. They get in the state cut first. So how you going to cut yours off the top before you even feed my child? It's just a mess, man. Well, let me try and get a little bit back on top. Usury, and that's what I was speaking about. We're doing a review today for those of you didn't didn't check out the show Saturday. We're doing a review on a book entitled How to Stop Child Support uh, by the brother King L. Bay. He's from Ohio, Cincinnati to be exact, and um, he has some remedies. Multiple different ways that you can stop child support order in his tracks, and he also has ways that you can uh, get remedy back on child support payments that you've already made and this flawed system uh, how you can pull these bonds on these individuals that are putting you in these jams man so all the pain and suffering that you went through from this fraudulent system once you're able to go through and manifest and prove that this was fraud and it's a unilevel unilevel contract man you got them but you can't you can't let off the gas. Once you got them and it's on the record, then you go get these remedies, man. Because they got bonds. Everybody that's in that courtroom has a bond. If you can pull that bond, that's a check. That's a good check too. So um, let me let me let me look at let me look at the chat room, man, because it's, it's lit up right now. It's amazing. I only see one, two. I only see four nine three seven numbers in my call queue in my switchboard. That's crazy. I see all kinds of uh five oh two three one three one three two four eight. Got a couple six one four. Shout out to Columbus, what's happening? Shout out to Louisville, Kentucky, what's happening? Five oh twos, I see a few of them. But yeah, man, um, You can challenge the DNA testing. You can challenge the birth certificate affidavit. And you can challenge them on usury. Like usury, 
is another form of extortion. Um, loan sharks use this tactic. Now, people of the Muslim community, they understand that they're not allowed to charge interest because it's, it's against the law. I ain't talking about the white man's law. I'm talking about the law because if I give you something, you're supposed to be able to give me what I gave you back. It's not for me to make a profit off of helping you, but that's what has become the norm. And, you know, interest and tax and all that, that wasn't created by us. That was created by them. But, um, but this usury, I gave you the definition, but loan sharks, I'm going to give you an a, a, a and B example of exactly what it is. Usury is you. Let me give you an example. If you go to one of these payday loan places and you borrow $500, they might say, well, you got to pay $625 back on the 500 That is a straight up form of usury. Now, they do these things. Is it legal? No. But if you sign a contract because you want that 500 and agree to pay $625 back, that's $125 that you're going to pay on addition to the 500 that you borrowed. So these types of things are what the child support agency is doing. So once they get the course involved, now if you don't show up to court or pay this bill that you voluntarily signed, you violate the court order. And once the court order is violated, now they can handle you the way they want to handle you. At that point, they're just going through the motion of the order but we have to stop this order that's what a lot of us fail to realize you can't keep going in this court pleading and complaining to these people that already got paid by the child support enforcement agency they got a check to stand up there and facilitate that play they put on a play and you were the, the star you just didn't know it all they needed you to do was come in and say Mr. or Mrs. such and such. And you say, yep. Gotcha. Once you agree that you're the person that they have on that docket in all caps and you're in legal, <laughs> your name in all caps, once you agree that that's you, a.k.a. the debtor, they got you. We get back into some of that on another show. I went over those type of situations with you guys before, but we got to go a little deeper on this book, man, because I, I don't want to push it off until Saturday. I don't want to go through the whole book, but I do want you guys to understand that the book that I'm holding, I'm probably going to give away another copy too, but you got to be got to be one of my listeners or you got to be one of my callers. So if you're in the call queue at the end of this show, I'm going to ask you one or two questions from today's show. And if you can answer correctly, I'll send you a copy of this book, How to Stop Child Support, A Must Child Support Manual, A Must Have Child Support Manual by King L. Fay. Uh, I'll send you a copy of this book. I gave one, uh, well, I didn't give it to him yet, but one of my callers, Saturday, won one. Shout out to my man, Kendrick. Kendrick won, and I need to get him his book. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go into a couple more examples of these chapters 
And also this book has templates. Some of my people on live can see. They have templates that you can basically just fill in your name. That's how dope it is. You 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 literally can go through, make copies of this, type it out yourself, and put your names in the in the blank places and get them notarized and file these documents and these affidavits and then they get you a remedy. Official Ohio documents in here. You see it? You ain't gotta look up nothing. You can buy my man's book, read it, reread it, read it, reread it, and read it again. Cause like I said, if it took you a whole year to read and understand this book and get out of the situation of making it rain on schedule for 18 plus years, I would think that would be worth a year of your time and about $20, $25 to purchase that book. So, is child support necessary? Is it helping the family or is it destroying the family? Is it allowing our children to feel more like a family? When their father's going to jail, or their mother's going to jail, or if the mother is misappropriating the funds, and they get in the check, and they look and fly for the next man, and the child doesn't have proper shoes, proper clothes, and then they want to bring in the conversation or the argument and say, "Well, these lights ain't gonna be on by themselves." But listen, if you didn't have a baby by me, you still gotta pay your damn light bill. You still got to pay your phone bill. Getting your hair and nails and all that done and kicking it on your child support check is not a given. If that money was being applied to the child, man, listen. The woman wouldn't have no problem allowing the man to see his child. But we know it's the game when they use the child as a pawn to get money out of you and even if you're paying your money they still try and make it difficult for you so some of these women are just out here better man and it is what it is uh the moral of this story is to make sure when you lay down with somebody make sure that somebody that you know what i'm saying you don't want to deal with for 18 years bro <laughs> think twice that's all i'm gonna say think twice because you are stuck with that person and they can make your life miserable if you allow them but not a, not just them but when they bring these people in here dude oh another ball game because y'all don't want to lose my freedom over a one night stand or whatever you want to call it a weak moment fellas y'all need to get, get, get real clear about, about what you're doing out there popping off in the club but check this out I'm gonna give y'all this and I was speaking to my empress about this um something that I really got out of this book that popped it popped for me and I hope y'all still tuning in um there's something called claim the child chapter 7 now I might have to bring my music down for this cause I need y'all to really get this Okay. Claim the child. 
I'm gonna read this whole. Yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read two pages out of this chapter because this is an important, very important chapter right here. This is something that I learned, guys, that I didn't know, and I'm pretty sure when I say this, 99.9% of y'all didn't know as well. So to all parents, custodial or non-custodial, talking to every mother, every father on the planet, if you can hear me. All right, here we go. When the mother filed or filled out the birth certificate affidavit form, she was identified as the informant. Those of you been listening to this conversation, I told you if you look at the birth certificate, it will show that the mother is identified as informant. Okay, so when she filled that that birth certificate affidavit form, she was identified as an informant, and then took on the status of custodial parent. Now, if any of you can determine the difference, whether you got a Black's Law Dictionary or not, do you understand there's a difference between parent, mother, and custodial parent? Look in this dictionary, Black's Law Dictionary. This is the, the fifth edition. But you can look in any dictionary. Okay, she took on the status of custodial parent. She is given only parental responsibilities. Hear me. You can go to Bing. You can go to Google. I don't care where you go. When you look up the definition of custodial it is an adjective. Give me a second, people. It is an adjective. Okay. Relating to or requiring imprisonment. The law definition is relating to or having parental responsibilities, especially as allocated as a part of a divorce. The request by a custodial parent to relocate. Custodial responsibilities. In family law, the physical child custody and supervision, including overnight responsibility for the child. This term encompasses visitation and sole, joint, and shared custody. Both parents share responsibility for the child regardless of the amount of time they spend with the child. See custody, Black's Law Edition. The Black's Law Dictionary. Now, listen. Here we go. If the mother insists you're the father and you know you're the father, accept your role as the father, on your terms. What you can do, men and uh, non-custodial women, you can create a father or mother affidavit of declaration of live birth, declaring you are the father and define father 
in accordance to your religious beliefs, do not use any Black's law or statutory definition. Let God determine your rights. Children are descendants of their parents and heirs. Put all the terms and conditions in your affidavit. Get your affidavit authenticated, and you can use this as evidence. Your rights shall be superior. Remember that your religious substantive rights are protected by the state in which the state can't make laws prohibiting. Furthermore, the mother never claimed the child as an heir, and she took the status of a non-custodial parent and obligee, leaving her only with those rights. Now your claim is superior to hers. So do not let the court trick you out of your status. So once she signs that paperwork, she gives up her right as the natural mother. She takes upon custodial responsibility. She takes on the physical child custody and supervision. And the overnight responsibility. So joint and shared custody. She gets these privileges until the state wants to come and take the child if you violate any of their statutes. So once she signs that paper, no one has physically or legally claimed the child. So all of us, all of us are still walking around here as bastards. <laughs> this is crazy, man. We all are considered bastards and wards of the state. That's crazy. So, I'm going to read this, this example of an affidavit of live birth. It's about it's two and a half pages in this book, but it's you can probably get this done in one page. So I'm going to read this, you guys. And you can take this down verbatim, or you can go ahead and just get the book. Some of y'all going to, one of y'all going to win this book for free. So let me give me a little groove going. Got to get my groove back. Since we reading a little dialogue, get my groove back. Let's go. All right. Y'all can record this because if you write or record this and you write exactly how I'm telling you, this is an affidavit of live natural birth. Okay. The child born. Child's name. To the parents. Parents name. The natural biological mother and parents name would be the mother's name. The natural biological father. Your name being duly sworn, do hereby depose and say, I am over 18 years of age. I have personal knowledge of the fact herein, and if called as a witness, could testify completely thereto. Declare that to the best of our knowledge and belief, the information herein is true and correct and complete, that I am of sound mind and body. This affidavit is in accordance with chapter 2319 of the Ohio Revised Code. Now, it might be different if you're in a different state. 
I'm supposed to be into this live, man. Y'all getting some freebies. Y'all supposed to be on my radio show, man. Y'all getting some freebies on Facebook. I just shut down the Instagram. But yeah, y'all getting some freebies right now. Okay. This affidavit is in accordance with chapter 2319 of the Ohio Revised Code. That this affidavit is lawful, is a lawful affidavit and can be used in any court of law as evidence. I declare that I, your name, born to father, father's name on whatever date is heir by birthright and inheritance claim such rights and claim your religious rights and you write your religious rights here after that you say comma and all my birthrights given to me by God Allah under religious law in which no man can give or take away I reserve all my birthrights and declare that I am a living human being creating, created by God Allah in his image of flesh and blood. Depend it further state. Defendant further state. No, dependent. Dependent. D p o n e n t. Dependent further state. I think that might mean defendant. Or dependent further state. He places such affidavit is good faith and honor to God Allah. Might be some little little correcting we might need to do right there and then you sign your name as the affiant and then the notary sign and then a a testion of witness you have a witness there you say I fill in the name confirm that child fill in the name born to me dated and reserved his birthright as heir under your estate and this is under 28 U.S. Code 1746 Unsworn declarations under penalty of perjury I declare, certify, verify Or state under penalty of perjury Under the laws of the United States of America That this foregoing is true and correct Executed on this date Have your witness sign there Address it, boom Okay, now when you create this affidavit of live birth You have three witnesses that will attest As the witness to your affidavit as seen above. Make sure they're solid witnesses because they may have to come to court with you. Then have an affidavit authenticated. This will give your affidavit more validity. Remember to put all the terms you want as a father in this affidavit. This app was just the outline for you and you can you know, be more creative as you want to secure yourself when creating this document. Now, the other thing you want to always say and always do is when you're dealing with the Child Support Enforcement Agency, always spell out that you do not wish to contract with them. Let me be clear. You do not consent to contract with them. If you let them know that, they cannot bamboozle you into going into contract with them. Everything is contract, people. If you don't sign the contract or if you don't go into contract with them, they don't have a leg to stand on in court. But you have to respond. Because if they send you a notice and you sign a paper saying you received that notice and you don't reply, then basically you agreeing to what the facts, what the facts are or what the statements are. So you have to respond and you have to respond. Do not consent to contract. And then you will deal with 
the rest of that later if you need to deal with it. No one can force you to go into contract with you. That's what y'all need to understand. If somebody's telling you to sign something, you don't have to sign anything. You can remain silent because the silence confirms the silence confirms the contract. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do, yeah, do not remain silent. Make sure that you speak up and say you do not consent to contract. Make sure you, you, you pound that in the ground. No way can force you to contract with them, but do not remain silent because the silence confirms the contract. Because they'll say, you understand? I'll take your, your silence as you understand. See, they can play games with you with this word game. They call with this word game. You can write them a simple letter wishing that you do not want to contract with them. Furthermore, you can let them know that you don't want to be contacted anymore and put them on a do not contact list. Send this letter of notice certified or registered mail and send it to the person who has been contacting you or your child support casework or whoever it might be. Make sure that they sign for it. So always put a name and just don't send it to the child support enforcement agency. Make somebody accountable. Send a notice to more than one person. Look up the support enforcement agent directory. Send notice to the director. Send notice to other personnel who are in the CSE department. So they are also put on notice. The letter of notice should be notarized and have them have the notary attestation. You can further send it to notary send it by notary presentment. This presentment is recorded and sent by the notary as a witness giving the process more validity. This is a very powerful process. Child Support Enforcement Agency knows and they will respect it. So this is game, man. That right there, what I gave you is so much game in itself. And that's just chapter eight. Once you put them on a do not call list, start recording every time they, they call you. This goes for child support and any bill collectors as well. If you tell them that you don't want to be contacted with them and you send them that letter in writing and it's notarized and they contact you again, record every time, every time that they contact you because every time they call you, that's a thousand dollars you can sue them for. Every time they call you, email you, however they try to attempt to, to, to reach you. Once you tell them not to contact you and you got that on document and they continue to do so, you're going to get paid. Now, the next thing you want to do is put the court on notice. And that's in chapter 10. If you are summoned to court to serve notice to the judge, magistrate, or hearing officer, your notice should be should explain that you wish not to contract with the Child Enforcement Enforcement Agency and the court. Explain that you are objecting to the hearing because the court does not have jurisdiction over the matter. Explain that this is a private matter concerning your private estate held in trust. Further explain the application in which is filed and summons for you to appear is statutory in nature and non-applicable to your estate. Also explain there is no contract that they can prove that establishes such jurisdiction. Make such notice private by registered or certified mail to the particular judge or officer of the court. This will also serve as evidence. This is a matter of record to be presented as evidence so you can sue for the injuries they may inflict on you and your estate. 
keep good records and what you filed with all documents time stamp from the clerk of courts because they court will lose records and destroy them to stop the lawsuit. Make sure you see YOA, man. Um, the rest of these chapters, man, go into uh, legal defense and how you must raise your objection at the beginning of the hearing. These are all tactics that most Moors know. Uh, if you want some information on how to become a Moor, how to uh, claim your nationality, we, we're going to be doing another show on that because we've been getting a lot of uh, people that's interested in how to claim your nationality and things of that nature. So, right now, I think I'm going to open up the line and take a call. Let me see if I got a question in the chat room first. Chat room, been, been faithful. I see... 33, 34, 34 people in the chat room. Uh, I am a Don says, how do I contact the author and how do I get the book? Glad you asked that family. You can get this book. Uh, they have it online. You can go to Amazon and uh, look up how to stop child support m.u.s.t child support manual <clears throat> and the m.u.s.t is also his Instagram so if you go to Instagram at m.u.s.t underscore tribes you'll be able to reach my man King King Elbat yeah and it's Kang K-E-N-G but you can follow him on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google Plus at Morris Universal Society of Tribes. Um, Facebook, Morris Universal Society of Tribes. Twitter, M-U-S-T Tribes, all one word. Or you can just reach out to my man on his website. The website is www.thecommunityofnewkemet.com. Oh, so, thecommunityofnewkemet.com, that's the website. So, if you can purchase the book directly from the website, or you can purchase it on uh, Amazon. I'm going to open up a line. I think we got a couple of 937 numbers still on the, on the call. So, I am going to open up the line. I see 937 area code. Last four digits, nine two one eight. Let me see. Caller, you on the air, nine two one eight. Who I got on the line with me? Nine three seven area code. Uh last four nine two one eight. I guess they're a little shy. <laughs> Let me give him one more chance. Well, I might have to skip around. Let me see. I got some people checking in on Facebook still. Anybody in my Facebook feed right now that's on live, have you got any questions? Hit me with your question real quick.
937 last 49218 going once going twice gone <laughs> somebody from the city missed out on the on the call man oh well let me see okay my empress is on on Facebook right now she says it's sole intention is to break up the family unit thus ensuring our inability of interest into the human family we are stronger as a family unit and the attack on the family unit fell heavily on us after the civil rights day you're absolutely correct I almost want to pin that comment y'all see why she my empress she's very educated very smart individual still sharp and still What's going on, John? Uh, my man Ken Kendrick Curry, he won the book for Saturday. Alejandro, what's going on? That's my Cincinnati family as well. Michelle, what's going on? Any of y'all got any questions? Nino Bugatti, D-Ray, um, Suzanne Holly, Miss Marsha Kelly, uh, Andre, Delisa, Anita, Joseph Allen. Rael, y'all have any questions? Shoot up. Hit me with a question real quick. I'm about to get back into uh, into the blog and see anybody on here on my chat room and got anything pertinent to say. Because I was going to go all the way to 9 o'clock, man, but I just want to reiterate to y'all, if you didn't learn nothing from today's show, outside of claiming a child if none of you parents, mother or father have claimed the child officially the state still has rights to the child and you only have privileges so if you don't do nothing else, claim your child they're under 18 claim your child officially, make it be known on the record that you are the natural parent and it supersedes anything that they have on their little uh, dockets and whatnot. Because your inalienable rights supersede anything that they can construe in a courtroom or any any affidavit that they put down. Because you have those rights given to you by Almighty God Allah so just know that and use that to your advantage man I hope this information was informative to you now I do have some uh, additional information I want to share to my listening audience in regards to an event that I have coming up now it's a little bit off topic with the uh, child support but y'all not uh, throwing up y'all hands and asking a lot of questions I'm used to y'all really coming at me heavy on the questions especially about a topic like this so I'm going to uh, let you guys know the listening audience on July the 25th I will be holding a business master class that will help businesses either establish a business uh, help you with business development also I'll put you on a fast track on how to establish business credit and that information 
will allow you to acquire up to up to not limited to but up to $250,000 of credit lines, trade lines and 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 loans within a 6 month time frame. So in 6 months, I guarantee that you can access have access to up to a quarter of a million dollars if you follow the steps of the program and not do as I say, follow the steps of the program. If you can follow the steps of the program to the T, we can get you a bag and you can operate and conduct business more efficiently and more effectively because it's not in our nature to try and do business with our own money. It was never intended to start or run businesses with your own money, your own income. You're supposed to do this with credit. You're supposed to start businesses, launch businesses with credit. You you may have to spend a little money because you got to spend some money in order to get your name out there and become a credible business. But the cost is minimal. So honestly, if you have between two and three thousand dollars, that's not a lot of money. So if you could come up with, let's just let's make it a round figure, $3,500. If you got $3,500, I can walk you through these steps from A to Z and have your company established, credible, and business credit ready to receive loans, credit cards, and uh, trade lines, and net accounts. We can get that done in less than six months. I have some individuals that I started uh, doing their business credit. I think it was in May. We just had an event in May in Atlanta. So from May to July, uh, he was able to acquire a $7,500 account with Amazon. He also just received a $25,000 loan with PayPal. He also received a $10,000 uh, line of credit or credit card with Sam's. Um, and that's just June, July, two months. In less than 90 days, he's got 25000 cash, uh, 10000 with Sam's, and 7500 with Amazon. So with them three alone, man, in, in 60 days, if you got with me, I'm saying six months because I know everybody's situation is different. Everybody don't have access to, like I said, about $3,000 right away. So, you know, everybody's walk is a little different, but you can't deny the proof of the of the steps and the, and the, the track record. I have a 100% track record with all of my business credit clients that they have achieved um, and, and with the play that I got in place right now, any business or aspiring business owner that comes into this master class that I'm doing on the 25th, once you look at that class, you're going to have everything that you need equipped to get your business credible, acquire some trade lines before you leave. Like, if you come ready, when you leave that class, you will be able to have trade lines depending on um, how long it takes you to 
to get your information back from the Secretary of State. So I like to I like to work fast. So when I, I get someone that likes to work fast as well, it kind of makes it exciting for me and my clients. So looking forward to all of y'all attending the event. Well, not all of y'all because we only have room for 20 people. So I, I'm trying to keep classes um, kind of, you know, you know, intimate because I, I want all 20 participants and we have room for 20 people. So the first 20 that we get RSVP, then we might schedule another uh, event for either August or September. But it's summer. And it's a lot going on with the kids, the whole nine. We got a lot of birthdays coming down the pipe. Okay, I got a. I see. I got a question. Let me see. See Danielle join. Brandino join. But Miss Marsha says, "Hold on here. Let me see." Okay, if you don't sign a birth certificate, the court order. They court order you get swabbed to go to jail. What do you do? Okay, Miss Marsha Kelly. If you don't sign a birth certificate, they can't get a court order. Now, they can get a court order to get you swabbed while you're injured. But they can't get a court order to make you do a swab. Like I said, there's a remedy. You can tell them that you do not consent to do a DNA testing and based on your religious belief. So your religious rights give you uh, precedence over the court when they're trying to swab your DNA because that's against the law. If you have a religious belief and you don't want to give your DNA, they can't force you to give them a DNA. So I hope you got that because that is a remedy for that. And I broke that down a little earlier. Let me just scan back to it. Yeah, that was chapter four in this book. Challenging the DNA testing. In your Constitution, Con- Amendment 1, the Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. You have inalienable rights. So you can you can choose to, to contest that it's against your religious beliefs to give your DNA. So I know you're probably speaking for someone else, but um, using your religious rights is the way to keep them from getting the DNA in a nutshell. No state can create laws prohibiting you from using your religious rights. You can enforce your religious rights in this matter to relieve you from such action. So if you want to look further and look at more information related to the subject matter, um, you can look under the term doctrine. It's a codification of belief or a body of teachings or instructions, thought, principles, or positions as the essence of teachings in a given branch of knowledge or belief system. So basically, whatever your doctrine is for your religion, they can't they can't deny whatever that is, whatever whatever you believe, they can't contest that because all of us have a right to believe and worship, um, you know, in our own shape, fashion. 
So try that. And you have to put it in writing, though, Miss Kelly. Now to let them know it's got to be in writing and it's got to be notarized. And then you send that, send a copy of that to them and tell them that you do not consent and you do not want to contract with the court and you you are exercising your religious rights to deny them DNA testing. It's against your religious rights. Now, if you put that on notice and they try to enforce you to swab you or whoever, your, your son or whoever, then you'll be able to sue them, snatch some bonds, and you'll be ready to move up out of Ohio after that because I wouldn't want to be here after I snatched the judge's bond or magistrate's bond. So, but you got to be diligent in this paperwork. So, you have to draw up a document and let them know it's against your religious beliefs to give DNA. And that's it. Serve them. Make sure it's notarized. Serve the judge. Serve whoever is trying to uh, get you to do the child support enforcement agency. whoever the attorney is for them serve notice to everyone once you have that and they sign for that document they understand that now they're on the record what's up K-Red make sure y'all check check out my man K-Red's athletic apparel is off the chain y'all I had the pleasure of buying my man's uh, some of his apparel and myself and my empress included were very surprised at the high quality fabric that my man has. So y'all hit my man Kenneth Red up. Hey Red Apparel. Oh, how much? The uh master class that's going on July twenty fifth is ninety nine dollars, people. Y'all can go to my website right now. I'm gonna put it in Facebook real quick. It's divinewealthprinciples.com. On the webpage you'll see a link that has uh the business master class on there. You just click that link. And it'll bring up a PayPal. And once you make uh, the payment of $99, you'll get a confirmation. And I'll send you the address information. But uh, I think my empress is going to have me a uh, flyer that I'm probably going to post sometime later on this evening. Do we got any more questions on Facebook Live or uh, the chat room? See another? Okay. My Oakland family got got a few questions. Okay, it says I'm let me try to understand how you trying to word this, but basically if you can prove Oaktown's finest, y'all, uh in the in the chat room. He said if you can prove that it's a fraudulent exploitation system, are you able to get paid from them? Yeah, of course. If you can show cause that this is a fraud with one of the remedies that I gave you, um, and I gave you about four. It's four different things that you can do to challenge them. Um, You can challenge the birth certificate affidavit because, like I said, the hearing officer swore that they witnessed your signature. That's how they were able to establish the order. They swore that they witnessed you sign the birth certificate affidavit form. Um, 
like I said, you can subpoena the uh, the hearing officer. You also can uh, subpoena the people at the hospital who actually signed it and the Child Support Enforcement Agency. So, <coughs> once you subpoena them and you have it notarized, you basically just bring them into court and say, you swore that you saw me sign this affidavit and we, we we know that they do a lot of paper shuffling when they're trying to track you down their biggest thing is they want to find you once they find you they try and get you in the court by any means necessary and if you don't show up to court then they'll try and get an order established based on hearsay and fraudulent Acknowledgements, because you cannot swear that you saw me sign anything. And once you challenge that, and then if they try and come to DNA, then you challenge the DNA testing, which are religious belief. It's it's multiple ways. You have to be clever, and you have to be one to know how to finesse these individuals when they're trying to make you contract with them. That's basically what it comes down to. Janine Stevens, what's going on, love? CB, CMB. <laughs> Marsha Kelly, you said, when I was growing up, you never heard anybody talking about that child support. Families were together. Now, this person mad at this person and don't want to be around them all because they want more money and not get money from child support. You're absolutely right. It's sad, but true. But that's, that's why we got to change the narrative, man. We got to get back to family. We got to get back to... Uh, Raising our children, whether we like the individual or not, it doesn't have, you don't have to have a kumbaya with um, the other parent. If y'all didn't get along or y'all relationship, you know, separate, that's fine. But like I said, it's, it's about the kids, man. It's about your children. It's about those little people that didn't ask to be here. So when you look at it like that, from that aspect, they want a father to be in their life. They want the mother to be in their life. And it's, it's it's tricky, but it's, it's we can balance it out, man. And we can do for our children. If we not if we not up on our bag, then don't kick the man because he don't have you know his shit together as far as being able to pay you know a certain amount of money a month. But don't be that guy that's out in the club popping bottles and you know acting like you got it going on and you ain't taking care of your kids. It's it's a it's a what I want to say, man. It's it's a level of maturity that you have to be as a man to want to be a better father. And it's up to the woman to not interfere with a child parent relationship while that man is trying to get it together. The way women bash men, you know, with the deadbeat dad and this, that, and the third, all because they're trying to get a check. If you can take care of your child on your own, the extra is supposed to be extra. But don't think because you had a child with a man that he's supposed to pay your bills because that's that's where we are today. Y'all looking at this as a check. And that ain't what this is about. If a man don't have money to get to his child, let that man take the burden off of you and allow him to come around two, three times a week. To, to give you a break because if you're a single parent and you're doing it on your own I know you would love 
three or four hours here and there just to be able to have, you know, have time to yourself. We got to think about our strengths, man, and we got to think about what's best for the child. If that man can't do nothing but come pick the kids up, ride the bus to the house, I don't care if he can just come take them to the park, spend some time with them, let that man do that. You know what I'm saying? And fellas, it ain't about getting your child and bringing them around other women. That's dead. When you have your children, they need to be with you, spending one-on-one time with them and getting that. You got to establish a relationship with your children. You know what I'm saying? And once you're able to do that, on whatever level, it's better than none. Because there's nothing worse than a child thinking that you're coming to pick them up. And you could be the worst dad. But if you say I'm going to be there on Friday, that child packed and ready to go because they want to see that somebody cares about them. So let's stop disappointing the kids, man. Let's get back to the kids, the children. You know, this this whole system is flawed. Um, the documentation, I heard a lot of things in regards to how it's, it's a unilevel contract. Uh, but some of the things that they've done and some of the new things that I've uh, researched and became aware of is almost, you know, it's a campaign that's almost in full effect that's ready to go ham with these people because it's done got out of hand, man. <laughs> it really has. It's got out of hand and... Um, it's going to get worse before it get better because we st- we won't stand up for ourselves, let alone stand up for, um, you know, our children. And the mothers, you got to you gotta understand, too, this is a, a way to allow another system to get in your pocket because, like I said earlier, man, they are going to get the state medical before you even get your money. When they withhold tax returns and refunds and they do the offset game, they hold your money for about four to six months before you even get it. So imagine the number that I gave y'all was like 28 billion a year. Imagine the out of the 8 million cases of child support in Ohio they withhold, let's say, a million tax returns for whatever amount of money. And then they hold on to that money for 45 days, sometimes six months before they actually disperse the money to child support. Or they disperse the money and child support holds it until they disperse it to the to the to the non you know the uh the parent. It's like it's a game, man. It's a game. So women, I need y'all to women up, put your big big girl panties on. Uh, have a conversation with that man that you laid down with, fellas. If you are the uh, custodial parent, have that conversation with that woman you laid down with. Agree to get these people out of your business. Drop your own contract with one another. Now, and, you know, hold yourself liable to the contract. You know, don't put nothing in there that you can't agree to do. And if you fall short, make sure that you, you know, you... you you are at least trying because that's the thing. A lot of these cats, they have a, a child by a woman and get ghosts and they be ghosts. 
and then they raising somebody else's kid. Like you a sucker. I have no love for cats like that. But if you out here trying, going to work, whether you working or you hustling, you doing whatever you gotta do, and you know, you get all types of flack from, you know, a bitter baby mama or whatever the case may be, man. I don't condone that. But uh, you know, let's get back to the family side of things. And if we can do that, bro, it's all types of uh, of up with a child, man. So I ain't gonna keep y'all, man. Um, I did want to answer a few more questions because I had a lot of questions popping up as we were, uh, you know, giving the information out. And I want y'all to go back and check out the information once the show uh, posts. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Divine Bay or Wealth Principles 101 on the podcast. And y'all can listen to show one from Saturday and show two. Show one and show two, when you combine both of those, you got 65% of this book broken down to you. I don't how to stop child support by my man King L Bay. Um you don't learn nothing from today's show and Saturday's show that I don't know what to tell you. I gave you four to five remedies that can get you out of this child support fiasco and you know get these people out of your pocket and if you didn't learn nothing make sure you rewind go back and break down how to claim your child because none of us has officially claimed our child and especially if you're in the child support system you sign over your child for parental rights custodial rights parental supervision visitation custody uh, shared and joint custody but you do not (laughs) it sounds so so crazy but it's so real who would give up their right as a natural parent to receive custodial rights We do it unknowingly because we don't read and they trick us into signing these contracts, man. And once they get your name on the dotted line, whether you read that paper or not, they own your child. You just are the custodial. (laughs) You have custodial rights. We broke all that down today, man, but uh, y'all go back and re-listen to the information. Um, I think Saturday we're not going to go back here we might bring this topic back up a little later because I'm going to be working with a couple of individuals to get uh, remedies for them we're going to come back with some some proof of some of these child support cases being dismissed and once I get that then I'll come back and do a recap on the show to show uh, some individuals that yeah it works if you know how to work it. So, I left off with the show Saturday with my man Jason, DBKS, my cousin. He had a song called F Child Support, and he did an a interview with uh, my man Virgil, the late Virgil Radio. And he also did an interview with 
Dayton Zone, Cat Williams. And I'm going to let y'all hear a little bit of that. If I can pull it up. Let me see here. I started to call. Call Jason, get him on the show today. Because he had a campaign going um, when he first came out with that F Child Support. Y'all, y'all can hear the soundtrack in the movie. He had the movie Got My Hustle Up. Y'all can go to gotmyhustleup.com and watch the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, you can buy the DVD. Uh, but yeah, I ain't going to force it. If, I, if it doesn't pull up right away, then, you know, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. But yeah, man, uh, the ma- the business master class is going down June, July the 25th. July 25th, that's next Thursday. Next Thursday. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be putting some flyers out there, man. So y'all be on the lookout for the flyers. Like I said, after the, the 20th person, RSVPs, we shutting the door on that one. So it won't be uh, no more than 20 individuals in there but after we fill up and sell out I'm probably going to do a Zoom that allow people to tune in via the internet and they can have a video uh, stream of the uh, master class now if you do uh, take part in the Zoom it's still going to be a fee for the Zoom because for people uh, patronize and support what we're trying to bring to the table for uh, for businesses to be able to get their business credit established and receive $250,000 guarantee of um, secured business credit for their company. So it's going to be a fee of the $99 fee live and in person but it will be a fee to get on that zoom if you really want the information we can work something out but after the first 20 RSVPs have been confirmed then I'll bring that uh, to the table see if anybody wants to take part in that but like I said the event will be July the 25th that's next Thursday um I got to go back and check the time. I don't want to give you all the incorrect time, but it's going to be at the, the downtown library, the main library downtown. And um, yeah, so I have all the details for y'all, but you can go to the website and the details are there. DivineWellPrinciples.com and you will see a link that says something in regards to the business masterclass and y'all can go ahead and get it in. Also this Saturday uh, at the White House, convention it's my man Brandon's spot it's called the White House Event Center he has a I don't know what to call it it's a, it's a business people that got businesses they can come and uh, showcase their business and network and let the community meet them and you know we can kind of do some networking and put people in front of these young entrepreneurs and these uh, black-owned businesses. It's not um, exclusively the black-owned businesses, this event. It's just businesses in general, uh, local businesses. So Saturday, the White House Event Center, make sure y'all check that out. 
I may be down there. I think it starts at 10 o'clock. So I may stop past there and uh, kind of network with a few people down there and get them what they need in regards to this business credit if they don't know about it. A lot of people don't know about business credit. It's amazing that out of all the businesses in the United States, only about 3% of them actually understand and know what business credit is. So let me be the voice to get that out there for y'all, at least in my community, and then we'll start moving around a little more. Uh, like, hey, I'm moving around right now, I'm trying to get a team together so y'all can move around with me and get some of this fiat. <laughs> Man, I'm about to shut it down. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have to come off the uh, the date with swag and get back to my audience because I. <laughs> I'm seeing all kind of chat, chat comments talking about man, why aren't you, why is she talking about the child? Why is she talking about uh, Michigan? Why is she talking about Cali? Hey, the, the general information that I give is, is general in nature, but you know, the man who I reviewed the book on, he was from Ohio, and you know we had to at least break it down for the people where I stay, cause that's where I go, domicile at. So. We're gonna get back to the to the uh, to the wealth principles, and uh, this is definitely a wealth principle. If you can learn how to get these people off your back, stop going to jail, stop getting your license suspended. But if you get your nationality, you know you know how to get your nationality together, man. You ain't gotta worry about that no way. Learn how to claim your nationality, man. Come on to the table, and. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So, peace to the gods. Assalamu alaikum to my nation, the Islam family, Islam to my Moors, uh, Hotep, Lafia, Shalom, and any greetings of peace that we forgot. So, I love. Y'all hear my radio station tell me I got 60 seconds, man. So, once again, y'all thanks for tuning in, man. And I will check y'all out Saturday. Might be on a move, man. So we're gonna check y'all out Saturday and we bring up a new topic. Go to Blog Talk Radio and follow me, blogtalkradio.com, L Divine Bay. That way you can get an email alert when I'm doing my shows. But I'm out, man. Facebook, peace. Uh, Instagram, peace. YouTube, peace. To my Zoom people, peace. I know I didn't interact with y'all today, but trying to do four screens at one time, gotta get used to it. To my man. Meshack can get me together where all y'all can be in one environment on my website. Go to my website, man, divinewealthprinciples.com. Click on that link, business master, business masterclass, and get in there and RSVP. Peace.